it's time to hit in the shop with Kirk, Brian, and Dan. I've been driving all night, my hands wet on the wheel. In the shop, your source for the latest information and advice on maintaining and repairing your vehicle on KGMI Newstalk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham, and KGMI.com. KGMI and the Cascade Radio Group receive financial compensation to present this program in its entirety. Opinions and information expressed are those of the host and or sponsors and do not necessarily reflect those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Good morning. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive, and another round of freezing roads, Kirk. Yes, yes. A little icy out there in places. Not too bad in town on the main roads, but boy, you get out in the county and some of those roads are slick. Much slicker than they look. Actually, in town, too. In town. I I pulled out of my driveway of my little coal miner's shack over on Cottonwood Avenue, and the streets are all paved, or not paved, they've been um, bladed really well. And um, it was slippery out there. I was like, slipping all over the place so i had to put it back in four-wheel drive and still slipped a little bit so and there's little patches around don't don't think just because the road looks clear it's not going to be slippery not going to be slippery well uh you know this is just our first nor'easter of the year i know we'll probably get another one here yeah sometime in february is my guess that's what i was predicting um what three four weeks ago and then and then our late winter snow yeah sometime in march yeah i'm Um, i'm all for it all for bring it it on all for it so we've got for those that you haven't been listening and and i know not everybody has been because we had some of those cars towed in and driven in with some problems um we've got some more cold weather tips that you can uh Take advantage of before the next nor'easter blows. Exactly. And, or during, too. Or during. Yeah. And we are taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. That's 676-5464. It looks like we have Chuck on the line this morning. Hello, Chuck. Hey, guys. Uh, my daughter had a little catastrophe. Are you there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I just heard nothing. Um She's got a 2010 uh, uh, Chrysler Town and Country van, and she was driving it around a couple days ago, and she hit a pothole, and it snapped the the rod that comes out of the steering rack, the heads of the tire, just broke it. So that sounds like she broke the tie rod? Yeah. Well, I would call it a tie rod, but I don't know what it's technically yeah. called. And so, and so the tire, it, it went pigeon-toed on you. It or, goes right from the rack to the yeah. tire that steers, that moves the tire around well, that well, rod. Well, that was one heck of a pothole. Yeah, um, and I was looking at things, and it seemed, do I have to take the whole rack out, or can I just replace that rod by peeling the boot back and popping it out? I don't know. It, to get the rack out on these things, you got to lower the engine in them and, yeah, I mean, lower everything, it's uh, pretty tight. I was just wondering if you had any advice for me. You don't need to pull the rack. Okay, um, good. You know, you can go on YouTube and um, probably well, find a pretty good procedure. But there's a Yeah, sp- I did that. and But they showed me two different ones. They showed me one where he's pulling the whole rack out, and then they showed another one where they were just uh, replacing the rod into the rack. And but it just looked different. It looked different than what I got. So, but I don't know. Well, so so I can actually uh, roll that boot back. That the rod goes into the rack, and you're gonna I take can, the boot all the way off. Right. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then and then that thing will pop out with a, a with, twist here or with a, a special there. tool. With yeah, a special so, tool. Oh God! So I got to make something. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can make something, or you could go um, buy one, or uh, okay, some of the what, uh, special tool. Is that just to get the connection apart? That's so that that tie rod where it threads onto the end of the steering rack. That it is has a, a threaded fitting there, and uh, and you need to get a tool that's going to be able to get in there and either either fit over the flats on that threaded fitting, you know, yeah. like a like a nut, or you need uh, a, we we have this special tool that goes in there, goes over the tie rod, 
which which either have to probably cut the tie rod if it's bent at a ninety degree angle. Um, yeah. or if no, it's not. It's broke. It, it's broke. It's okay. totally snapped. So we've got a special tool with these like little cam lock wheels on there in different sizes that fits over it and use a you know a big wrench on the end of it or a big socket and a breaker bar right. to, to get that loose. It's um, like a big pipe. Like a, like a big pipe, pipe with uh, big different adapters pipe. on the ends of them to grab how, the knot. Uh, how uh, many hours of a job is that? Like if you guys were 15 minutes. By the hour. <laughs> I, yeah, up to a couple hours, um, right. but probably less. You've got to, you know, you're going to need to pull off the outer tie rod and tie rod end that, that mounts out at the the steering knuckle or spindle assembly, right? And uh, and get that one out. If you're going to take off that outer tie rod end and it's been under some pretty heavy stress, you probably want to replace the inner and the outer. Um, you can also find inner tie rod ends from. Oh, they don't come all together because I noticed it didn't yeah, have the yeah, uh, adjustment. Yeah, on so, it. so you're going to need to buy them separate. And those come from incredibly cheap to outrageously expensive. Well, that's kind of what and, I figured. And I'd, I would avoid the incredibly cheap ones. Right. Um, wow. th- sometimes there's a reason for that, and, and it's, <laughs> yeah. it's not something you want to break again. There's no. always a reason for cheap ones. <laughs> no, no. Now, okay. Now, well, I, I, I have to say, though. And, you and, think if I uh, towed it into one of your guys, I could get it done for... Under five hundred. <laughs> um, with an alignment, you you know you could be in that range, um, okay. maybe a little bit more, but it does need to be properly aligned afterwards. Right. Um. I. You know. Honestly, a, a pothole breaking that is. Uh, Maybe if your wheel is turned and you slide into the pothole yeah, with the wheel. Yeah, she did it in the snow when she kind of got halfway off the road, and it was yeah. a big. We had to tow it okay. home. Yeah. You couldn't drive it. It was. Smooth. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with it. That's uh, in the end. That's one of the one of the common failures that we see cars towed in for during the mm-hmm. snow. And usually, it's a it's a little curb bump that does that. It's uh, they're pretty strong, but I would call it one of the weak points of the the front steering and suspension. Um, and anytime somebody's hit a curb and your steering wheel's not straight or even had an issue, you really want to get that checked because they can be yeah, damaged well, and then fail when under stress when the snow's Well, gone. you know how these county roads are out here. <laughs> uh, with the way the weather's been, it doesn't matter what right. the road looks like. Right. Okay, well, that's, I got the information I needed. I was wondering if I could I, – I might try to just replace that rod or uh, – I might show up on your doorstep. Yeah, life's always a lot easier in a heated shop with a lift. Yeah, well, I, I got a shop and a lift and everything. I'm just uh, a little disabled, but I think I can do it. All right, good luck. All right, And bye. then get it in for an alignment after you replace that. Roger. Thing. All right, thank you, Chuck. Yeah, once yeah. this once this snow's cleared up, we'll have uh, we'll have the cars start coming in on tow trucks with bent suspension, lower control arms, trailing rods, you name it. You know, one of the things too, uh, if you hit something that's literally breaking pieces of your front steering and suspension, you know, the one piece that failed, obviously, it broke. Um, there's going to be other damage, most likely, I would think. You know, yeah, bent lower control arms are, are well, if it's taking an impact good enough that, that it broke the tie rod end, a, a bent lower control arm or something else is really pretty common. Pretty pretty common. The, yeah. On the on the bright side is if something like that happens and you, you hit a curb and it, and it breaks that suspension part, those pieces, replacements, and repairs are relatively inexpensive compared to the body damage if you'd have hit a oh, post, yeah. a tree, another car, or something exactly. else. Yeah. Um, and so, honestly, in the snow, that's almost a best-case scenario. Well, the best-case scenario would be to not uh, leave it in the crash driveway. your car. Yeah. You know, it, it's tough. We've, you know, we got a number of calls from from people over the last few days where they had been in a collision, and, and now they're looking for for body repair. You know, maybe they had their car towed home. Maybe it's semi drivable, but you know, the body shops have been constantly busy. Yeah, and this goes back, you know, to pre COVID. Yeah. Um, so you know, they've never gotten, they've never completely caught up. July, August. We'll get you back on the road. Yeah, so it, it's a t- it's a tough deal right now. The best you can probably do is leverage your insurance company to get you to a place that's going to do it, do a good job, and do it a little bit faster. Because right now, um, there's a lot of them that are backed up months. It'll be summertime before your car's back on the road. Crazy. Bad news. Crazy. I wish, as a 
you know, something talking about body work. I mean, not to belittle, uh, you know, body people doing that kind of work, but um, you know, when it comes to uh, in the past, I've I've often thought, how why do they? How can you get so much money making a car look pretty again compared to what we do, making uh, it be safe, make it be safe, but just making it run. You know all the all the stuff that we need to know, all the high tech equipment that we've got. Now, body work nowadays, though, there's some high tech stuff that's involved with that. You know, even a windshield has got to be calibrated and all this other business. But um, yeah, I've always kind of wish we as uh, auto mechanics technicians could charge the kind of money the body shops charge. And you know, with uh, with collisions these days, it it doesn't take much of a collision to set off a couple airbags. True, which sets off your seatbelt pretensioners. Yeah, all of them using explosive devices into piece, parts and pieces that have to be replaced. They're not repairable. Right. And a, a minor collision that that might have cost three thousand dollars to to touch up a bumper and fix some paint, you know, fifteen years ago. Well, going to be eight or ten thousand bucks because you got all the safety yeah. equipment yeah. you got to go through. You know, suddenly you have to replace the restraint control module, which is a one-time use item. All of the airbags, the seat belts, um, and the associated trim pieces that get damaged when they are set off, yeah. and it gets outrageously expensive pretty quick. Crazy. And that's also part of the reason the body shops are backed up and why things take so long is because of all of the additional work that goes into what would have seemed like a minor collision in years past. Yep. The world we live in. Yep. You know, fr- you know, a friend of mine had to call a plumber last week. Yeah? Yeah. And, and if you think it's expensive to get body repair done. Call a plumber. Or your automotive maintenance taken care of, um, just have a pipe break during the snow. Yeah, that would be a bummer, too. You know, I got to say, though, to, I, I don't think I could be a plumber. You know, maybe I could be a plumber on the inside of the house, but... Climbing underneath the house with all the spiders and the cobwebs and the little critters that live underneath your house, nah, no way. Not for you. You got no. a good friend that's a plumber. Yeah, yeah, I do. He's been busy. It's one of the reasons I have a good friend <laughs> that's a plumber. Good thing he needs auto repair. Yeah. Well, we are taking your calls three six zero six seven six KGMI. That's six seven six five four six four. This is Brian from Doctor John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. You are in the shop, and we'll be right back. New Year savings are on now at DeWard and Bodie with three special ways to save this weekend on Whatcom and Skagit County's best selection of appliances, mattresses, and more. First, now through Sunday, DeWard and Bodie will pay your sales tax on any qualifying mattress purchase. Second, check out today with $0 down and no interest financing up to two full years on select appliances and up to five full years on select mattresses. And third, score savings up to 50% off on specially marked clearance and closeout models throughout all three showrooms. Ready to to jumpstart your kitchen remodel or upgrade your laundry room? How about starting the new year with better sleep? This weekend is your chance to upgrade and save at DeWard and Bodie on the best in-stock selection of washers and dryers, refrigerators, freezers, dishwashers, ranges, wall ovens, and cooktops. Plus mattresses, adjustable bases, box springs, and all things bedding. Shop today with three ways to save your sales tax paid on qualifying mattress purchases, no interest financing, and closeout deals up to 50% off only at DeWard and Bodie. Financing OAC offer qualifications of Honey, look what I brought home. Not a cat. You know I'm allergic. Well, you know what they say. When the cat's away, the mice will play. <laughs> Why didn't you just call Biobug? Have you had enough of playing cat and mouse? Biobug Pest Management is here to help. Whether you have rats or mice in your business, residence, or commercial building, Biobug is committed to providing a solution that's right for you. To learn more and get your free quote, visit Biobug.com. Biobug Pest Management. Service you trust, experience you expect. Now hiring service. P&W Perks gives you the best deals in Northwest Washington, and it's getting even better. Get an additional 20% off all available deals at pnwperks.com starting this Thursday. Just visit pnwperks.com and enter the promo code PNWPERKS20 and get an extra 20% off your purchase. You can score big with a fun and unique night out at Lockbreaker Escapes, featuring two escape rooms, board games, and take-home escape rooms. Or fill your cup at Giddy Up Espresso, woman and veteran-owned, next to the Bakerview Fred Meyer. Giddy Up will get you in 
energized with fresh coffee and espresso, ice-cold energy drinks, and food options like pastries and sandwiches. Take the kids out of the cold and into the fun zone at Summit Adventure Park. Jump around, play arcade games, and so much more fun for the kids is waiting at Summit. Looking to rent or purchase a bike or e-bike? Sunnyland Bikes has you covered, and you won't find a better deal than this one. See deals and get an extra 20% off available offers with the promo code PNWPERKS20 starting Thursday. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns. And that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. The opinions expressed on this program are not necessarily those of KGMI or the Cascade Radio Group. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic with your entertainment. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Hey, I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to the State Patrol, if I may. Celebrate the greatness of our law enforcement and uh, people that are trying to keep us safe on the highways. Um, as I was on the way um, to the shop this morning to prepare for our show, I noticed on the northbound uh, I-5, kind of between Sunset and Meridian, uh, there was a vehicle pulled off to the side of the road and a state patrol rig there. And um, the guy, the owner of the car, was changing a flat tire. And it looked like the state, the state patrolman um, had parked the car and put cones out and looked like he was helping the guy change his tire. I thought, that's awesome. Right on. That's really cool. Yeah, they've been busy the last few days. Yeah, you know, and I've seen pictures of the our local uh, Bellingham Police Department out there pushing people, you know, a bunch of officers out there trying to help people get around a little bit, get them unstuck, and nice job, everybody. Thank you. Let's give them a hand. Yeah, police are friends. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. remember that. You know, if they're after you for something, you've been doing be, something you shouldn't be, be doing. Be a reason for it. It's not their fault. Well, 360-676-KGMI, we'd rather hear from our listeners. So if you've got a problem with your car, had some issues during the cold, give us a call. I wonder if anyone tried my got kind of stuck in their driveway or something like that and tried my floor mat. I Pull your floor st- mats out. And I almost slide. got stuck in my driveway. Yeah? Yeah. In your brand new, oh my God, Subaru? Yeah. It, it, How it, is that possible? Because there's a little bit of slope. There was ice underneath the foot of the snow, and uh, it was just a little deep. I thought some brand new Subarus were good on it's, wet it, ice. It has done absolutely fabulous, but when the snow starts lifting the car off the ground because it got a little too deep. Oh, and, yeah. And, you know, we're out in the county, so the wind blows it, and it's a little drifty in front of our garage. And there you uh, go. Hey, speaking of which, I wanted to mention, um, like, I was playing around a little bit with my, I got an 04 Dodge diesel truck, and um, no, I were don't. Were you doing donuts in I, high school parking lot? No, no, no. But I was, uh, one of the things that I always do when I when it snows or if it's icy or whatever, when I get out of my driveway, I get out on my little street and there's not much traffic and I will test try to accelerate and see what kind of traction I've got and then I'll get up to 20 25 miles an hour and I just slam on the brakes and see how the ABS is working and all that stuff. You will assess the conditions. I assess the conditions and how am I doing? How's my vehicle doing? Just get a feel for how grippy or not grippy it may or may not be. Um, one of the things, though, um, my son's driving. Uh, thank you, Mike Pagano and Michelle, for their old Bu- Buick Rendezvous they gave us a couple years ago. And my son's driving it. And that thing, old all-wheel drive, you know, the thing's got traction control. It works awesome in the snow. It's got new tires on it. And uh, anyway, Graham had, a, had it up on the hoist yesterday doing a service, 
and I noticed the drive lines all shined up. And, um, you know, the that old Buick Rendezvous, the fuel tank and the drive shaft and the muffler, they all hang below the chassis. So I guess be careful with some of these SUVs because uh, you don't have a lot of clearance. And if you're road grading, especially the chunks of ice that are built up between the lanes, um, there's some pretty critical components underneath your vehicles that are somewhat exposed. And you don't want to be bahan across all that stuff if you can help it. Yeah, those uh, piles of uh, piles of snow, and now there are ice chunks between the lanes. Yeah, yeah. Places. You know, just because you can get through it may not be the best thing. It might uh, go another couple blocks or whatever you got to do to get to a spot where it's going to clear it out instead of blasting through yeah, it. Yeah, it doesn't mean it won't tear off the under tray under the engine. We'll, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll yeah. have a few of those come in over the next yep. week or two. Yep. Um, damage the lower valence, you know, tear up the bumper. What's that sound? <laughs> What's that scraping noise on the freeway? Exactly. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. The Lummy Bay Market at Exit 260 is where you'll find more in the store. You'll find more in the store because there's so much store, almost 10,000 square feet. The Lummy Bay Market is where you'll find everything you need for on and off the road. You'll find the best value on gas and diesel, along with way more than you would expect out of a convenience store. There's a liquor department featuring a great selection of your favorite competitively priced spirits, wines, and mixers. And of course, you'll want to check out the huge selection of ice-cold beer in their massive beer cave. Want to grab a quick bite for breakfast or lunch? Don't feel like cooking dinner? At the Lummy Bay Market, you'll find a great hot deli counter, including our brand new fried chicken, chicken tenders, and chicken wings with all the fix-ins. Make the Lummy Bay Market your first or last stop of the day for fuel, food, and more. The Lummy Bay Market, just off I-5 at exit 260 on Rural Avenue. Open 24 hours, 7 days a week. Lummy Bay Market, where, where there's, there's more in the store. store. I have diabetes. I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I have asthma. I'm at risk, too. If you're 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, COPD, or heart disease, or are 65 or older, you are at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect you against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Even if you've already been vaccinated with other pneumonia vaccines, Prevnar 20 may help provide added protection. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. KGMI has been the voice of our community for over 90 years, presenting the news and information that matters here while also offering you the chance to have your voice heard. And that commitment continues. Start your day with the KGMI Morning News with Deanna Harrelock from 6 to 9. And don't miss your chance to voice your opinion on the news of the day with Joe Tian on KGMI Connects each weekday at 4. KGMI is your news talk station. The latest local news and importance of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. No gimmicks, just the highest quality systems. 0% interest financing and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Rely on West Mechanical Heating, Air Conditioning and Electrical. Contact them today at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and mybellinghamnow.com. CBS News Brief. Tens of millions are dealing with some of the coldest weather so far this season. And Weather Channel meteorologist Kelly Cass tells us rain is the story out west. The rain eventually will win out as the warmer temperatures will win out. We'll have a southerly wind over the next several days that brings up our temperatures finally getting above freezing for the first time for so many of us. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is not endorsing his state's former governor for the GOP presidential nomination. Instead, though, we need a president who will close our southern border today. We need 
Donald Trump. A grand jury will investigate how police handled the Uvalde school shooting. Red Cross lost his son in the attack. Yeah, I don't trust it yet, but I want them to prove me wrong. You know, I want them, the DA to do what's right. I want this community to do what's right. CBS News Brief. I'm Stacy Lynn. Welcome back. You are in the shop. This is Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic, Kirk from Angler Automotive. Taking your calls, 360-676-KGMI. Always rather hear from our listeners. Absolutely. Absolutely. We got some cold weather tips coming up for you for you soon, and uh, somebody trying to distract me there. Yeah, well, Lyle's out there. wants in. It's yeah. cold out there. It looks like we have so Fred on the line out. here. Good morning, Fred. Yeah, thanks. Uh, yeah, keep your show going a little bit. Hey, Kirk, you just gave the best advice about uh, the stuff in the middle of the road. That was excellent, and indeed is there, especially out here in a county where the guys haven't quite got it. But to get on with this a little bit, uh, I did uh, ball joints many times ago, years ago, and uh, and uh, you can I, I made a pickle fork. You can make them, you can buy them, and uh, and that's what I did, and it worked good. Uh, and uh, also the the uh, uh, oh, what was I going to say? Um, um, oh sure. yeah, okay. You guys were talking about body repair and body work, and I think I shared this briefly a while back. But on my Toyota, I got slammed into really good, and I'm going to send you a picture of that next week, and hear you laugh again about how I did a a, a completely wiped out quarter panel job on my Toyota with some laughing and, and some trailer lights that I got, and I'm still driving that thing. And, and indeed, uh, uh, lights are just terrible to, to, to the cost to repair them. And, uh, uh, but, yeah, I was able to do that. But, but yeah, and, and also this final thing would be that people are using chains out here in the county. And uh, when we come off of these roads onto the main, well, certainly like Mount Baker Highway and other roads that are really nice and clean, we, we can't really keep up with traffic speeds until we can find a place to take the chains off. So you're going to find these slow drivers for that reason on the road. And, and uh, so, okay, well, thanks for your show. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, Fred. Appreciate yeah, the call. You know, that's something to take into consideration is, yeah, when you're out in the county, I mean, chains pretty handy to have on your rig or to be able to – a lot of rigs you can't put them on anymore, but – Nonetheless, though, you can't be running chains on on bare pavement. It beats the chains up and beats the road up. And so, you know, give the people a little break and let them put along until they can get out of the way and get their chains off, right? I was saying, yeah. Better safe than sorry. Better safe than sorry, I think. Yeah, you know, I watched a, I watched a video. I think it, it was an article, but the video was on Instagram. I'm sure it's all over the Internet now. If you have TikTok, you've probably seen it. I don't have um, TikTok. I, I'm pretty sure it was uh, New York State. It was a snowplow plowing the road. And uh, you see this uh, off in the distance. It's a like a dash cam and a snowplow. There's a, a semi coming the other way, and then you see the car passing the semi. Oh, great. Yeah, oh, great. And uh, this car comes flying around the semi. And it, it, it's obviously, before you can really make out what the car is, that it's going to be a Subaru WRX because those are the cars that pass semis in the snow at high speed. Um, <laughs> and uh, the car goes sideways right into the snowplow blade. Yeah? Yeah. And nobody was injured. Well, not seriously. Well, anyway. was the blade out, was the truck actually plowing at the, the time? The truck was actually plowing. So I had a little and, bit of a cushion. And uh, the the car hit the snowplow blade on the driver's side, um, right at the seam of the the passenger, the the rear door on the driver's side. So right behind the driver's seat, and and it was almost surgical in the photo afterwards how it removed. Um, the back seat, the rear suspension, the trunk, everything below the roof line really? in the rear of the car was gone. It's too bad the fuel tank wasn't set a little farther forward. The, the fuel tank keep it, on driving. It, it was just it was just cut off. That's bizarre. And, uh, it, it was bizarre. Um, so it just goes to show that when you go to pass that vehicle that's going a little bit too slow in the snow, you don't always know what's going to be coming down the road the other way. <laughs> True. And uh, people do it all the time. I saw it. 
So do you do you drive like that anymore? Not anymore. No. No. Good. Not anymore. I I I, I am no longer invincible. Yeah. I lost my immortality long you know, ago. Honestly, having having you know my son's been driving from, since May, and you know he's driven in the snow and all that, and you know it's just such a weird feeling letting your kids fly, and you know always worried. It's like you know be careful. Maybe you shouldn't go out. Maybe you shouldn't go sledding. Maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you got to do it. It's, you got to do it. Kids got to do their thing. Hopefully, driving safely is one of them. Yeah, years ago, I was uh, driving up to Mount Baker. I had a Subaru full of friends, snowboards on top, and uh, we're in the the last like five miles to get up the mountain, and we're going around one of the the switchbacks, and and I the snowplow is coming around the corner, and he's on the other side of the road. I'm on my side of the road. And then I see this truck dart out from behind him to try to pass him coming straight at me. Perfect. Perfect. And I, I, I turn to the right and, and give it gas and bury my car into the snowbank as this Toyota pickup then slides around the corner and, and driver's side comes into the front of my car. So did they actually crash into you? They actually crashed into oh, me. Oh, well, that's, that's a bummer. That was a real bummer. I learned a big lesson about Icky Bicky. Icky Bicky. ICBC. Ah. Um, it was uh, somebody from out of the country had actually been partying up at the mountain all night long. and uh, In a hurry to get home? In a hurry to get home and in a hurry to get away from the accident. Oh. Um, and I'm sure she was still pretty drunk. Yeah. And so was the snowplow driver who tried to call the state patrol. But, you know, you're going up the mountain at, you know, 6 in the morning, 630. Uh, Got to stay warm somehow. <laughs> And, uh, you know, it, it took about a year, but I finally got reimbursed for the accident. Thanks yeah. to the snowplow driver, who was the only witness who, like, could corroborate the story of what so really happened. do you recall how much it, um, was the car totaled? It was not totaled. It was, uh, it was a 1986 Subaru DL wagon. Old manual transmission, push-button four-wheel drive on top of the gear shift. Outstanding. Four-studded snow tires. And th- that thing was better in the snow than almost any other car I've ever driven, as uh, long as the snow was under two feet. Right, yeah, right. Um, so how much did you get for the settlement on the car? Uh, well, I, I, had, I, ke- I kept the car, yeah. and, uh, and, and I actually I, I did some makeshift repairs on it because it took so long to get the money mm-hmm. and, uh, and and ended up having to buy insurance do it. I didn't want to take it into a body shop and get it done and you know pay the deductible at the time. It was a lot of money. But I, I, I bought the car for like $4,600 and uh, a lot of money back then. Yeah, that's a ton of money. <laughs> um, but uh, but the, the amount of damage to it was like 2200 bucks. Oh, man. Yeah. But it still drove and still made it to the mountain hundreds of more times. Outstanding. But it was all down to somebody making a, a poor choice. I mean, you know, pass a snowplow on a switchback? Yeah. Come on. So sometimes it's just a bad idea. It's always a bad idea. It's always a bad just idea. Just stay behind the snowplow. That's a great place to be. Sand coming out. The road's getting graded. There's sand in front of you. Just take your time. Yeah, the traffic going up to Mount Baker these days on the the Baker Highway. Sometimes I'm heading home, you know, in the evening, and I got to make a left off the Baker Highway onto the Everson Goshen Road. Mm-hmm. And I've counted up to 150 cars going coming down from the mountain before I could make my left turn. Wow! Onto the Everson Goshen Road, just one after another, after another, after another. That's crazy. Constant flow. So much more traffic. So many more people up there. Yeah. They should put a four-lane highway up there, huh? Uh, you know, that would be great. Super highway. That would be great, except for the, you know, two and a half years of detours and construction oh, that would go along yeah, with it. Leave it the way it is. 360-676-KGMI. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Give us a call. Hello, folks. This is Phil George. I'm an elder law and estate planning attorney here in Bellingham, and you might know me as the host of The Aging Hour right here on KGMI. I'm excited to share that you can now listen to The Aging Hour every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m. If you have questions about Medicare, Medicaid, long-term care costs, probate, bills, trusts, or anything else that has to do with aging, this is the radio show for you. Studies show that more than 70% of estate plans fail when families need them the most. Join us every Saturday and Sunday at 1 p.m., and we can show you how to set your family up for success. 
We all make plans and envision what our lives will look like, but life happens and choices are made, some for the better, others for the worse, and sometimes the end result is unknown. If you or a loved one have ever faced an unplanned pregnancy, you understand the wonder and the fear that comes with the unknown. From the moment a baby is conceived, it is a new human life with its own DNA, never existed before and never will again. At just six weeks, you can hear the heartbeat of a precious and valuable human being. Circumstances may not be ideal, but where there is life, there is hope. You are not alone. My name is Maggie. Myself and many others want to stand with women in crisis who may feel helpless and hopeless. We can help with a place to stay, food to eat, clothing for you and your upcoming child. We can offer help finding a job or continuing your education. We want to stand with you and help you succeed as a parent and an individual. Your life matters and so does your baby's. Contact us at lindenhumanlife.org. This message is for Karina, our mom who finished her high school diploma at age 28. Hi, Mom. It's Amethyst and Nicholas. Congratulations on getting your diploma. You worked so hard and have taught us so much. We We love you. When you graduate, they graduate. Finish your high school diploma for you and for them. Visit finishyourdiploma.org to find free and supportive adult education centers near you. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Just yesterday we heard this song. Welcome back. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Give Kirk a call. 360-676-KGMI. Give Brian a call, too. 676-5464. Same number. Same number. It's easier to dial the digits than the letters. It is. It really is. And so, so what do you have here? You know, I, do, I brought some cold weather stuff, and we've talked about this so many times over the years, but I think there's somebody out there listening that, that needs to hear this, and I want to talk about wipers. It's yeah. such, a, such a simple thing. It is. But, but it, it, when, on the worst of the snowy days this week, that was the number one reason people called us. Yeah. Um, and so we had vehicles come in with blown wiper fuses, bad wiper motors, Broken wiper linkage and swip, uh, stripped out wiper arm studs, and that all caused by the same thing. Yep. And Flip your wiper blades up. And when you go to park your car when it's cold out or going to be cold out, while your car is still running, when you park it, turn your wipers off. Because, That's yeah. Because if. It, if you turn your wipers off after you turn the car off and your wipers stop in the in the non-parked position, it doesn't matter what position the switch is in when you start your car the next morning, the wipers are going to try to park. They're going to try to go home. So even if you've done everything right, raised your wipers, done everything else, if you don't turn them off and let them park before you turn your car off, they're still on until they park. And and they will continue to try to park until they either blow the fuse, burn out the wiper motor, break the wiper linkage, wiper transmission, um, or strip out the uh, wiper stud where the wiper arms pulled down. Or park. Or park. (laughs) Occasionally they do park. Occasionally. Best case scenario. I like to flip the wiper blades up. You know, if you think it's going to be cold, just flip the wiper blades up. When you get out of the car, it only takes a second to do it. And who cares if it's in the park position or not at that point? If anything, you hop in the car and you forgot to turn off your wipers before you shut off the car. Well, the wiper blades are sticking up in the air and they just kind of wave at your neighbors and they go, <laughs> and then you get out and you flip them down onto the window. I, and We had a couple mornings my car was so frozen, covered with snow or ice, that even if even if I hadn't turned them off, they would have been stuck in the, the icy, crusty frozen mixture that was uh really down. oh it was pretty bad oh uh, yeah you yeah, do live out bad. there in the great great white north yeah there was one morning uh thursday morning friday morning i think friday morning you know there was a quarter inch of ice across my car surely you just no it was bad it was wow. it was it was it was a mock silver thaw man i really wanted to see a big silver thaw i want to see branches coming down man I like my power. I was really happy to see the snow. Really happy. You know? I'm not sure if I like that six degrees outside with my 
mini split heater is the only source of heat I have in my house. But um, I like that one. It's cold. Hopefully, we'll get another big snap here in a couple of weeks. We got another one coming. You think? It's coming. Okay. All right. Looks like we've got Linda on the line here. Good morning, Linda. Hello. Hello. Good morning. Oh, good morning, gentlemen. I live out in Point Roberts, and I haven't driven the car, of course, in, in this snow. But the uh, Subaru was parked in the driveway with just covered, of course. It looks like about a foot. Um, does that freeze and just ruin the battery? Or when it starts raining and the snow melts, uh, uh, do I have to wait like a day or something before it thaws out? <laughs> I'm, I'm just worried. No, you should be fine. So, so as as long as your battery is charged and and it has the uh, the acid in there with all of the ions floating around in there, it it, it won't actually freeze until it gets to um, unbelievably low temperatures. That being said, if your battery starts out dead and there's no ions floating around in that water or what's supposed to be acid in there, it will freeze. So a fully charged battery will not normally freeze. A dead oh, battery. I'm so glad to hear that. Yes, a dead I battery will. I drove it around uh, the day before the snow was to come, hoping that that would have helped. Well, that's that's a relief. Thank you, sir. All right, thank, thank you. Thank you both. Love your show. Listen every week. Thank you, Linda. Well, thank we you. appreciate it. Bye bye now. Bye. You know, uh, that's a good. If you have a dead battery that's been out there freezing. Um, sometimes it's not really a great idea to try to jumpstart those batteries because if the battery did freeze a little bit and broke the plates loose or kind of, you know, you go jumpstarting it with the big jumper or another vehicle or something like that, um, you got a potential of blowing your battery up. So, yeah, I've, I've only experienced that twice. Yeah, I mean, that's two more times than most people. It's insane. I, it's really insane. It'll... It'll get your attention. It'll get your neighbor's attention. Everybody. It's like, what just happened? Well, it's like a... I remember the first one was uh, when I was going to the tech school. I can say that. Back then it was. Um, guy blew up a battery in, uh, in the shop. And uh, it was a big building. And, man, it was huge. I mean, there was a minor shock wave came through. It was insane. It was... It really was loud. So the two, the two times that I've seen it, the hood was closed. On one of them, it did. Blew the hood. It, it blew, bulged the hood a little bit. On the other one, it didn't bulge the hood. But, you know, I don't think you can damage the hood on a 76 Chevy Caprice. Well, this, yeah, it was one of the old um, police cruisers. It was a Chrysler. Huh? Oh, oh, Chrysler. Were you out? You were at the tech school, weren't no, you? Oh, no, you went to a VRI. I went to Western. Yeah, yeah, so. You got educated. You I just I, learned how to fix I was cars. on the auto advisory committee for the tech school, the automotive technician program, for a decade or so. You're an amazing individual. My, my son's at the tech school. Yeah. What's he waiting? What's he doing? He's uh, getting ready to finish up his uh, the welding program. Ooh, yeah. 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 He's and, gonna be in the money on that. Well, they they try to the places try to hire the the kids out of the school before they've graduated. Oh yeah. But he's going to graduate first. You know, and if your kid could get into scuba diving, get certified, and do some underwater <laughs> scuba diving. That's kind of a running joke in the welding program, because if you say you're in the welding program, that's what everybody says. Yeah, <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> we bet dangerous. But if they all, went, it, in, if they all went into scuba welding, there wouldn't the, the, the wages would go down because there would be too many people doing it. Well, that's true, but I don't think many people would be. <laughs> really want to scuba of, weld. Yeah, okay. All right, 360-676-KGMI. We have time for a couple more calls. You are in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Angler Automotive. Cash in on nostalgia. Barron's historic payback program is back and bigger than ever. Heating, cooling, and more. Save on everything Barron installs. Get $100 towards your new purchase for each year of your equipment's age. That's right. The older the equipment, the more you'll save. So many things get better with age. Unfortunately, your HVAC system isn't one of them. Until now. During Barron's payback program, earn up to $6,000 when you upgrade to a high-efficiency heat pump. 
Spoiler alert, two lucky customers win free installations, including the customer with the oldest furnace. There's more. The first 10 customer installations snag a $500 Costco shop card. The next 40 get a $200 shop card. That's 50 happy folks. Good things come to those who wait, but don't wait too long. Call today. Barron's Payback Program is happening now through January 31st. Barron, your full-service HVAC electrical and plumbing contractor. Our mission, improving lives. No purchase necessary. Visit BarronHeating.com for details. Hey, at our startup, my team and I move at the speed of tech 24-7. And every single day, it's information overload. It's coming at me from all directions. And you know what? Bottom line, I just need the news that matters. So where do I turn? Local radio and TV. I want to hear from people who live and work in my town. They give me the real story with information I know I can rely on. So where else can I find out what's happening in my community? Weather and traffic, things that affect my family and my business. I want to stay informed by sources I trust. My local radio and TV stations. For the best entertainment, sports, news, traffic, and weather with no agenda and more reliable than other platforms. So if you ask me for the information I want anytime, anywhere, I stay local. Support your local station. Text RADIO to 52886 today. Furnished by the NAB and this station. Message and data rates may apply. Reply STOP to opt out. Kirk rocking out in the studio here. Well, I'm just a little more vocal about it. That's right. You're dancing, sitting in your chair. Nervous energy. Dancing. 360-676-KGMI. Time for another call. Yeah. You are in the shop. We have Kirk from Angler Automotive with Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Yes, sir. On this beautiful morning. I yeah. if the sun's going to come out for a while. That'd be awesome. You know, we had the last caller, Linda, talking about her battery there, wondering if it's still going to work when things thawed out. And, uh, you know, in almost all all situations, that's truly the case. It's going to be just fine. One thing I've noticed over the, the last decade is that, that batteries have a tendency not to last as long as they used to. Yeah. And, you know, the, the average battery that we see failing now, I, I would put um, – Three or four years. Three to four years. Yeah. That's right. Um, and and the, there are a lot of them we see. Go, you know, go five years. We use five years as the target maintenance replacement interval. Even if sometimes the warranties are longer, the warranties on batteries have changed. Um, we see a lot of people that buy the Econo battery, the cheap battery. Um, mm. Sometimes the brand name battery that's sold in the big box store that you think is the same as the brand name battery they sell at the auto repair shop. Well, it's not. <laughs> And uh, so if you had a weak battery, um, you've already found that out through that cold weather. You get down into the single digits, a battery that's getting a little bit later in life is going to let you know right away, and it is not going to function anymore. That's true. We have had more batteries on our uh, battery core shelf in, in the last six weeks, I think, than we did the, the, the previous 11 months. Yeah, I've been uh, selling a few batteries, too. And, and not only that, battery prices, uh, you know, pre-COVID to post-COVID, um, they've gone up, you know, 50 to 80 percent. Yeah. Well, just like everything else, it seems mm. like. Should have invested in lead. Yeah. Yeah. Well, looks like uh, we got another caller we're going to squeeze in here. We've got Jim on the line. Good morning, Jim. Good morning. How are you guys today? Doing good. How are you doing? Hey, yes, uh, I'm doing well. I'm struggling with the snow and trying to get some work done because I couldn't get any done this week. Um, but uh, it's all good. I got no complaints. So, uh, yeah, lead, good old lead fashion, uh, lead, old fashioned lead acid batteries. Uh, they're pretty much 100% recyclable, too, aren't they? Almost, almost. And we haven't really figured out a bulletproof way of recycling uh, the modern batteries. Is that right? You know they're they're working on it. And I would say that that some major progress has been made there. And I think that when you look at the the hybrid batteries and the electric vehicles, I, I think that the recycling solution is 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 going to be there and it's going to be solid. 
unfortunately, in, in a lot of recycling, when you look at aluminum cans and, and other types of recycling, it actually dollar-wise ends up costing more than, than the original mining and refining to, to get the material. So with, without putting some sort of incentive there to, to make the, the recycling work, it's not always a profitable enterprise, unfortunately. Now, right. lead, lead's pretty easy to recycle. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Everybody well, needs so fishing weights. <laughs> yeah, and then I, of course, in my subconscious, I feel bad if I lose one in the water because they're upset. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I actually called to ask you about my uh, 94 Ford F-250. The brakes finally locked up on me. You know, I bought I bought it used a few years ago, and it's, I always had really touchy front brakes. I'm real touchy, and I just learned to deal with it. Now I'm finding out I really need the truck real bad, and uh, the only way to not have I can back up and go forward and back up, and I got them to loose, and then I just used the emergency brake. I just need to take a short trip to Anacortes to pick something up. Uh, how dangerous do you think that is going with the brakes that might lock up? You know, I, 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 I wouldn't even think about it. So, so the most, or, most or, the most important <laughs> safety system on the car, the most important thing on your vehicle over everything else is, is the, the person <laughs> driving and the people that are in it. Number two is your brakes. Do not drive yeah. that truck. Um, it, I, I just needed. I guess I just needed somebody to say that. The problem is, is I'm an old hillbilly. I left home at 15 and moved to the dairy farm, and they had me driving at the dairy farm. They had me driving every kind of old derelict vehicle with bad this and bad hey, that. Hey, trust so me, my, 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 my dad owned a moving and storage company with some pretty old trucks. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. Don't drive that right. truck. Yeah. So you hey, got two options. I, you go, go rent a truck, call Fountain Rentals. They probably got a truck you can rent, probably not too much money. Or go buy a bag of sand at Home Depot and rent one of their trucks. Yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I don't know if they'll let you. They'll probably hear that I said that. Go rent a truck. It's really not that expensive. It Actually, it's cheaper to go rent a truck than it is to fix well, the brakes on your truck. Uh, yeah. Well, For you, most you, people uh, who have a truck like you that don't ever use it, it's cheaper to go rent a truck when you need a truck. It's cheaper than the insurance uh, on your truck. I guess I That's forgot true. to say I'm a contractor and I got to own a truck. And also, I live on San Juan Island and rentals are not really a thing. Oh, so, yeah. Time so to buy I'll a new truck. I'll figure something else. Time to buy a new out. truck. <laughs> I don't want to buy. I don't want car payments. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I'll, all right, but thanks. Uh, thanks anyway, guys. Just promise me you won't drive the truck. All right, I all make right. you a promise. I will not drive the truck. Yeah, you know when I get a call okay. at the shop and, and and is my car safe to drive? Call. Um, it. My answer is some somewhere around along the lines of if you have to ask whether it's safe or not. It's probably best to have it towed. The only reason there's a temptation there is because I've got mad skills. But uh, it's you're right. Don't drive the truck, I promise. And thank you, uh, guys, for being on the air. Thank you. Good advice. Yeah. I, you know, don't mess around with brakes. Yeah. And odds are you probably wouldn't make it when the brakes are that bad. Well, you might. You might. Maybe. Do you feel lucky? Maybe. Thanks for listening. You've been in the shop. Brian from Dr. John's Auto Clinic. Kirk from Mangler Automotive. We'll see you next week.